Welcome to the Enjoy Your Marriage podcast, where relationship expert and master coach Candace Toon helps you stop wondering if you married the wrong guy and start putting all of your energy toward having the marriage you imagined when you said, I do. Sup bees? Being wrong is the best. Who agrees? I'm guessing that not many of you are raising your hands right now. Why? Probably because humans generally think of being wrong as a bad thing means that we're foolish or short-sighted or embarrassing or caused a problem in some way. And to be fair, that's sometimes true. But to be honest, it isn't always, maybe not even often. Being wrong is only a problem if we make it one by telling an embarrassing, shame-filled story about ourselves in our wrongness. Good news is it's also an option to accept that you didn't know what you didn't know, allow for the truth that you were doing your best, and leave space for new information to sink in and have a useful impact. Take this example. Imagine that you saved up for months to buy tickets to your favorite artist's concert. It's a big tour, super entertaining, and lots of people want in. You saved the money, beat the online lottery, and you've got seats. You and your five best friends living it up in an epic girls' night out. Dinner before, dress to the nines, the whole bit. You get to the concert venue, show your tickets to the usher, and are escorted to your place. You and your ladies settle into the space, enjoying the company and the anticipation so fun. Then partway through the opening act, another usher approaches, whips out her flashlight, and asks to see your tickets. Turns out you're in the wrong seats. Now what's your gut reaction? Embarrassment? Confusion? Anger? Defensiveness? Whatever it is, put it on hold for just a second while I tell you the rest of the story. This usher has come to tell you that you and your friends actually have floor seats. What? Floor seats that come with VIP backstage passes and super awesome swag bags. Woohoo! What's your gut reaction now? Surprise? Excitement? Gratitude? Disbelief? You hop up, you gather your stuff, and your girls. You head down, 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 till you can pretty much touch the stage. There's free refreshments waiting and photo ops, and it's even more than you imagined you could have for your girls' night. You take all the selfies and you live it up. Now, check in. Are you still thinking it's terrible to be wrong? It is still an option to beat yourself up for misreading the tickets and forcing your friends to move all that way after they'd already gotten settled where they were. You might feel tempted to worry about the usher and the confusion you caused. You could sink into shame thinking about the extra work the usher had to do and stress about the people who were supposed to be in those seats at the back and got displaced because of your error. You were in their way after all. How stupid of you. But... You probably wouldn't tell the story that way. Why? Because it's so much more fun to focus on the fun and the good fortune and to let yourself enjoy the experience. There's no good reason to spend a second thought on the less desirable seats you left behind. In the case of these upgraded tickets, it's easy to see how amazing it is to be wrong because being wrong gets you an even better experience. So of course it's easy to accept that you didn't read the tickets, right? Even though you were doing your best and then make adjustments to enjoy the new seat number. Easy peasy. Such great news. That same kind of openness to being wrong is available in the day-to-day of your marriage, but I would bet it's not as obvious as it was in the ticket example. There's no usher telling you that you're sitting in a spot that's less comfy than the one that was printed on your ticket. No usher, that is, except me. Because I'm here to read your ticket right now and double-check that you're sitting in the place that was meant for you. I've got my flashlight out. 
All you've got to do is show me your ticket so we can read your seat assignment together. If I found you sitting in section, he doesn't care about what's important to me, row, I'll never be able to do what I want in this message, seat, it's his way or no way, I am so thrilled to tell you that that seat is not meant for you. Same goes if you're sitting in section, I'm all alone here, row, he doesn't listen, seat, we'll never get past this, that's not where you belong. I know those seats feel familiar. You might have been keeping them warm for quite a while. You're settled in. But you actually belong in section, we are a team. Row, we can do anything. Seat, he loves me madly. As I read off your intended seat assignment, what came up in your brain, in your body? Some of you are for sure giving me side eye. You feel pulled to tell me that I've got the wrong girl. You want to tell me all about how none of that is true. You might even want to argue for why he doesn't care about me is in fact the place for you. Why is that pull there? It's a simple reason. It just feels safe, familiar. If you already, air quotes, know that he doesn't care about you, there's nowhere to fall from there. It's already as bad as it gets so you don't have to worry about things getting worse. I hear you if it feels scary or strange to open up to the idea that you could be wrong about him not caring. Your brain wants to be right because right feels safe. Your brain wants you to stay alive. It needs to be efficient. So it's going to choose the familiar belief every time, even if familiar is actually painful. So fascinating, right? We don't want the pain of finding out that something lovely wasn't true. So we instead accept the pain of believing in something we really don't want. It's weird when you take a closer look at that. But everyone does it. Believing he cares about you and loves you madly brings vulnerability with it. So you choose the familiarity of believing that he doesn't. Because then you'll know what to expect. The trouble is, you're expecting something you'd rather not have and something that might not be true. Probably isn't. Which doesn't really make sense when you slow it down and hold it all up next to the life you want to be living. Fear lives in the future and robs today of its strength, its creativity, and its wonderful unfolding. If you've already decided that you belong in section, we don't know each other anymore, row emotionally unavailable, seat he only wants sex, that's where you're probably going to stay. Which is kind of a bummer, don't you think? The way I see it, you've got a choice all day, every day. Double down on being right about something that's definitely painful. He doesn't love me. This will never change. We can't discuss that. Or... Open up to the wonder of being wrong and settle into the pleasure of believing he loves me madly. Anything is possible. We are a team in every way. What might it be like to embrace being wrong about things that you think are true but hope are not? To be wrong that he doesn't see you or what matters to you and to discover that he actually loves you madly and wants to know what's going on in your life and in your brain. How would it be to be wrong that you're too set in your ways for things to change? And to then open up to a new world of relating that exceeds your wildest dreams. Think about it. You can be right and miserable or wrong and ecstatic. Your call. I can help you embrace being wrong when it makes your marriage feel right if you want me to. For the first time ever, I'm hosting a conversation collaborative, a workshop experience where we'll dissect your specific conversations and uncover what you've been reinforcing where you've been reinforcing painful beliefs that you'd really rather be wrong about. The most common questions my clients ask me are, how do I talk to him about this? 
what am I supposed to respond with? And he says that. I always ask my clients a few questions to get a sense of the situation. And then I tell them what I would say. They almost universally respond to something like, well, you make it sound easy. Or when you said it, it just sounds so much better. Can you just come and sit with me on my shoulder? And for the first time ever, the answer is yes. I'm creating a brand new resource for my bees and I want you to help me do it. I'm inviting 20 or so bees to join with me in workshopping their specific conversations in written format. We'll study your conversation patterns and hone your choices so that you'll knock all future conversations out of the park from now until forever. I want you to see exactly where things went wrong and why they did so that you can generalize those concepts to every conversation you'll ever have with your honey. If you want to get in on that magic, make sure you're on my Watch Me Wednesday mailing list. That's where I deliver a weekly dose of how to not care what humans think is impossible every single Wednesday. It's also the way to get exclusive first dibs access to all the goings on in the hive, like this brand new opportunity, The Conversations Collaborative. Even more good news, not only will you be in the know when you subscribe to the Watch Me Wednesday newsletter, you'll also automatically get my free mini course on how to enjoy the marriage you imagined when you said, I do. It's four short lessons sent to your inbox on a manageable, implementable pace. Do yourself that favor this week. Grab the course and keep an eye out for more information on the Conversations Collaborative, the nuts and bolts experience that will forever change how you connect to your guy in the best, most efficient way possible. All that you've got to do right now is just head on over to www.candistune.com, Candice with an I, two with an, tune with an E, then claim the free course by clicking the gold button on the top right. It says get the free course right on the button. You cannot miss it. So take that one easy first step of enrolling in the free course and get ready for a lifetime of feeling closer to your man and to the dreams that you're creating together. Choose courage, bees, and keep on flying. Sup, bees? Want even more ways to stop wondering if you married the wrong guy? Head on over to CandiceTune.com, Candice with an I, Tune with an E, and click the gold button inviting you to get the free course. You'll get four short lessons delivered straight to your inbox that'll help you create a more connected marriage before the next episode drops a week from today. Happy studying! <laughs>